0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Intellectual Saviors. I'm one of your hosts, Eric. And go fuck yourselves. Wow. I mean, I
1: mean, I'm, I mean, I'm Michael. Sorry. Welcome to 2017, everybody. Uh, yeah. Amazingly enough, um, even though it, it sounds better, like the, if you say, like, "Hey, we started the show in 2012, and it's 2017." Wow, what longevity we have! <laughs> <laughs> even though we started in like the fucking yeah. very end of 2012, but still, though.
0: We survived, and so did Betty White.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and I don't even think so. the, the GoFundMe that was set up to protect her, I don't even think it came <laughs> into play. <laughs> so stupid.
0: <laughs> there was actually a GoFundMe to protect her?
1: Yeah, because, like, everybody's dying right then, the end there, like the whole Carrie Fisher and Debbie Reynolds thing. Someone yeah. to put out a GoFundMe site to fucking get money together to put, like, a protection service on her for, like, the last, you know, Few days of 2016, so nothing would happen
0: to her. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's a grow gem. up, folks. People die. It sucks. You know, I definitely didn't like seeing Bowie go. You know, there there were several people that yeah, it sucks. But jo- it's George just Michael life. hurt you the most, though, right? It just, I mean, the gay man inside me. Yes, it really hurt a lot <laughs> to Luge George Michael. Um, but and also the uh, you know public masturbator in me as well. So. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Though I really respected him for his crack use that, and his public masturbation. <laughs> yeah,
0: that that also hit hit close to home. Um, but no, I mean it's a part of life. Grow the fuck up, you mm-hmm. know. We're all adults. Well, you know, according yeah. to our paperwork. Uh, grow the fuck up. People die. It's just what happens. It sucks. Yeah, but guess what? That doesn't make it a shitty year. You're still alive. <sighs> yeah. We're still alive.
1: I I did a little rant on my last episode of my.
0: We got things to do, so let's keep focused, keep running.
1: I got to say, though, everybody's so fucking, oh, can't wait to get this year over and get 2017 going. I'm like, why? Yeah, how's it going to be any different? It's going to be worse.
0: Yeah, Trump's going to be president.
1: (laughs) It's like, it's not going to be better. It's like, I'm sorry, but I'll trade fucking 4,000 celebrity deaths did not fucking have trump (laughs) as our president i'm sorry i mean i love the entertainment value and some of these people really did things that i appreciate i mean i love carrie fisher i mean star wars is like always going to be one of my favorite movies and stuff and i totally respect her for that and like you said i mean i wasn't a huge david bowie fan but musicians stuff like that i mean there's always songs and things that they do prints and stuff i mean i appreciate what they did their art but I don't know these people personally. They may be the fucking worst human beings ever. So, it's like, it's, yeah, it sucks, man. They die, but guess what? We're all going to fucking die too. When we die, we're not going to trend on Twitter. So, oh,
0: no, definitely not.
1: So, holy Jesus Christ. Is someone dying over at your place? <laughs>
0: uh, I think it's my roommate's kid going bonkers.
1: <laughs> oh, speaking of kids. <laughs> so... For the people out there, the, the fucking 20 people that actually listen to my other show and stuff, they already know this news if they listen to the show put out a few days ago. But Eric doesn't know this yet. So I'm going to break this to him into the other hundred fifty or so that actually listen to this podcast. Um, so if you remember, Eric, there's um, a point in time about, oh, I don't know, a year or so ago when... Um, I was trying to become a father again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, happened. Ah. Found out literally two days before Christmas. The uh, wife walked in on me as I'm laying in bed watching television like I normally do in the evening when I'm doing nothing with my life. And she hands me a fucking pregnancy test. And she has taken a couple since then. And they are all positive. So, First thing I told her. Congratulations. Yeah. First thing I told her was, well, got to schedule that DNA test as soon as this one comes out. <laughs> but, Did
0: you guys take any fertility medicine? Because I know that you were having a little, you were having a little trouble, there, buddy.
1: No, because I mean, like I, we, I don't, we didn't really talk about it so much on this one. Um, when I used to do the show with Brad uh, back in the day, we talked about it and. They did, uh, I just did like the go jerk off in a cup and they test the sperm and like mine was, I had them done twice. The second one basically showed that I was about um, putting out about a third of the allotted sperm that you need. But my swim speed on the sperm was uh, perfectly fine good swimmers they're just not enough of them what they said but i mean it's like a lot of doctors will say it's like hey you know if you abstain from having sex for a period of time and you know there's certain other so it's things like you, can do. you know
0: normandy but you have half the soldiers
1: yeah yeah it was kind of like after the scene in saving prime Ryan when they first dropped the thing on the boats and like yeah. half the guys die immediately <laughs> Before you're they you're even never
0: get, gonna breach. You're never gonna breach those shores. <laughs>
1: yeah, before they even got out of the boat, half of them are fucking down. It's basically as soon as as soon as they came shooting out of my fucking junk, half of them were just fucking fucking dying over. But um, no. So I think what it is, and I, and my wife was like, "Good job, you know, you fucking got me." And I'm like, "This is your fault because." Typical marriage thing and stuff, you know, went from having, you know, sex like every couple nights or something to like the once a week thing. I told her, "This is your fucking fault because if we were having sex more often, then they, I wouldn't have been as potent." So you guys
0: wanting to have a kid?
1: Yeah, until her kids moved out, and I was like, "Oh, now we're now go now we can't afford it. Too many mouths to feed." So yeah, dude, we got a fucking house full. I mean, after this one comes, there's gonna be six of us here.
0: Oh Jesus! (laughs) Yeah,
1: exactly. So I'm already. I've already
0: decided that And in a Trump presidency not nonetheless. That
1: was the other thing that was because my wife, I wasn't it's not that I'm not excited. I mean I did want to have another one, but <clears throat> the thing is like the wife was like, You're not as excited as I thought you'd be because I'm a man and the first thing that goes through my mind is like, Well, financially this is gonna be a lot more difficult than it would have been previously and then secondly on my mind I'm like, You realize Trump's gonna be the president. <laughs> like <laughs> This is going to be fucking, this may be a real disaster here, so I don't know. We'll see. I mean, everything's pretty good. Like, luckily, uh, unlike some people and stuff, I'm fortunate, you know, me, me and my wife both have decent jobs, or we've got good insurance, and we switched over to hers, and hers is like federal, because she works with the VA, so, you know, insurance-wise, great. We're going to barely pay any fucking money. I mean, like, almost yeah. everything's covered. I mean, even the delivery and stuff's only going to cost us, I think she said like 150 bucks or something. I mean, it's great insurance, so we're squared away on that, that's you know. Good. And um, you know, we got enough family around and stuff that we can bite off of them <laughs> for a little bit of help here and there. So I'm not too concerned. It's just like I told the kids, I was like, well, you know, because we got one that's about to turn 16, and then the other two are a few years behind them. Uh, and I was like, well, you know, if you guys don't get jobs and start saving money, you don't expect cars and stuff like that. You're on your own. <laughs> so, yep. cutbacks, kids. That's out the window. <laughs> yeah, it's like, cutbacks, sorry. And now we're going to have to fucking like sell her car and probably get a goddamn minivan. So, I'm going to be sporting the minivan. Because we got too many play- people. Can't fucking take everybody everywhere. It's ridiculous. Right. <laughs> so, I'm living the dream, dude. <laughs>
0: Sounds like
1: it. <laughs> yeah, so, so, but uh, we don't know how far along she is, and we don't know if it's, you know, boy or girl and all that shit yet. Cause yeah, she, yeah. I think most likely, because she she can't remember when she had her last fucking um, period and stuff, but she was thinking it was in October, so we're figuring she may be a couple months along, actually, and she's got a doctor's appointment this week, so hopefully they're going to do genetic testing and all that shit just because of her age, because she's 37 now. Uh, and... So we're gonna see. So I think with that, they may actually be able to predict boy or girl. So by uh, maybe by next week or so, I'll know what we're having stuff. And then you guys cool. out there on the Twitterverse, you guys can tweet me some fucking uh, name that you guys think will be good. I'm sure you, I'm sure there'll be some great ones. <laughs> so you know, hit, oh yeah, hit you can hit me hit us up on at the Intel Savers if you got any suggestions for that. I'm highly f- looking forward to it. <laughs> so. But um, so, yeah, that's that has been the big news of my life. So I'm just now in slight, like, not complete, but slight panic mode trying to fucking start <laughs> figuring out how we're going to do everything around here. But so, yeah, that's the news of the day.
0: So, top going to make it with top, that many kids. Oh, I can't top that. <laughs> <laughs> top that one, motherfucker. <laughs> no, nah, that's I can't top that. I, I just went to Austin and partied it up with my siblings so i can't really top that at all
1: yeah i, I mean i know you're down there and stuff i i wish but since it's holidays and stuff i knew you wouldn't be able to get back and forth i knew you're going to be down there i was almost going to say if there's some way you could fucking rig it or something you could get up here or fly out of dallas come crash over for a day or something i was going to try and get you to do that so we'd do something live but i figured you know now with you being up there you wouldn't have as much time to get back and forth
0: because yeah we, i was, I was I was trying to figure out a way to do it, but it just didn't really work out this time around, so I'm hoping that sometime, you know, in the first quarter of next year, I'll be able to make it down to the DF dub.
1: Yeah, and get
0: the fucking crew together and stuff. For a little bit. Kind of chill. We can go see Bog's new band and make fun of them.
1: Yeah. I, I saw a post on uh, Facebook for anybody... Oh, shit. Is he still in, uh? The, what's the fucking band he's in? No,
0: he's not in Franklin's Fury yeah, anymore. Yeah,
1: I, I know he's like playing with some other dude. I saw the post, but he did a gig the other night, and uh, he put something on Facebook. My wife saw it and showed it to me, saying, like, every time we do he goes, how come like every time we do a gig, a, a fight breaks out <laughs> or something? I was like, man, eh, maybe we shouldn't be. Because she said something about going to see him uh, not too long ago, because he'd put some request in or he sent me a thing about a show upcoming i'm like that's why we don't go see him live because <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure he's playing cd joints and then you got bar fights breaking and i'm like ah plus you know like now can't go anywhere with you uh, now
0: i don't know they played uh, the hard rock they're in dallas the hard rock
1: yeah i didn't see that yeah my god he's really moving up in the world
0: Yeah, this is a bigger band than Franklin's Fury, surprisingly.
1: (laughs) Bigger than Franklin's Fury?
0: (laughs) Yeah, somehow they're bigger than Franklin's Fury. (laughs) I don't know how. Well,
1: I'll have to to go check them out. I'll have to get a hold of him and go see him play.
0: Forewarning, I think they do play some country. Oh, my. Oh,
1: my. Eh. I'll suffer through it for Boggs, just for Bogsy. Yeah. That's good, man. To so, family town in Austin, pretty good. So, were you here for just Christmas, right? Or you didn't see uh,
0: it? No, I was there like after Christmas and I got back today, actually.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. So, you hung out. So, you guys did the New Year's in Austin. So, is that yeah. pretty cool down there?
0: Yeah. I mean, they, they, uh, it was hot, man, compared to here. Mm-hmm. Uh, first day I was there, it was like in the high 70s or uh, mid 70s. It's like what the hell I was sweating Yeah
1: Christmas um, in Texas
0: Yeah It was crazy um, Yeah it was good You know Good to see the family Hang out Played uh, Mexican bingo <laughs> I can't remember what it's called But it's like uh, It is bingo But instead of like um, uh, Letters and numbers mm-hmm. It's uh, Pictures Okay and like the description of the picture, so they call it Mexican so bingo
1: because most of them can't speak English, so they wouldn't be able to play. No, a real it's bingo. all in
0: Spanish, so it'd be like uh, La Luna, and it you know that means the moon, and it'd have a picture of the moon. Uh, but instead of like putting a little dot on it or something, you mm. put a bean. No, <laughs>
1: <laughs> well that's what I was saying. They have the pictures instead of the letters and numbers because then they know just from the picture, right? You can yeah. and then they put a fucking bean on it, and
0: then a bean on it. Yep. Well, how's that work? And apparently, get... that's not something we made up. Apparently, that's something they do.
1: Yeah, but if you uh, if you stand up with your, how do you take your card up there without the beans going everywhere? This is a very difficult. It was just process. with family. Oh, Okay,
0: yeah. So, you... so I would just scream Mexican Bingo every time I won. Okay, okay. Because I couldn't remember what the name was.
1: I thought you were like out at some place doing no Mexican no. no, bingo. no. Okay. I think
0: if we had to be out anywhere, it'd be like East Side, Austin.
1: East Side,
0: which, which is uh, where white people shouldn't go.
1: Okay, which is odd because <laughs> in like, well, no, I was gonna say in Dallas, it, Dallas it's South Side, and in south, Fort Worth, yeah. in Fort Worth it's the West Side. <laughs> no,
0: there there are some there are some East blocks that aren't too bad for white people. So you never and there's some pretty cool bars over there that the hipsters haven't taken over.
1: Yeah, I've only really been to the bar scene in Austin like twice, and once I went down with uh, you and Boggs, and that was one of the times. I can't, I'm not—I guess I'm just too old. I don't like the bar hopping and stuff as much anymore. Yeah. I don't really care for it. I never really cared for it even when I was younger. Like we'd go to some places. Like the only time I really enjoyed it was when I was in the military, I was in Germany, because we there two or three places we'd go and hang out with the fucking Germans and stuff, and drink and they're like metal clubs and they're so insane and I didn't mind those but yeah it's like I've never been into that scene but Austin's a great place for it if you are into it I mean yeah, I, mean, yeah I, I went know. to
0: some bar they had uh, Simpsons trivia and it was only seasons 1 through 9 because <laughs> a- apparently everything after 10 is shit okay so, <laughs> so only- they like made a point to say only seasons 1 through 9
1: God damn it. <laughs> <It's> so funny. <laughs> right. uh, so what else have you been up to, MoFo?
0: Beyond that, not much. Uh, whenever I was flying, though, um, there were a shitload of people with their fucking dogs. Hmm. A ton. Like, I, you know, I've been to the airport before and like seen, like, one dog. But there were... A lot. I haven't flown in a little while. So it was just really throwing me off. I'm like, what the fuck is up with all these dogs? <clears throat> Holiday traveling, um,
1: man. Everybody's going to see their family. They take their fucking mongrels when,
0: with them. Fucking put them in a fucking kennel. Get a friend to watch them. Don't take them to the fucking airport where they're going to shit and growl at other people. You know what, Fuck dude, you and your little dog.
1: I saw a thing on this. I know why everybody's doing this shit and how they're getting away with it. Because I was watching something on... Oh, fuck, man. It might have been like a Vice News thing or something where it's so easy now to get like- They're
0: comfort dogs. Yeah, therapy dogs. Like literally you can go- They're not up- therapy dogs. They are literally their no, dogs. No,
1: no, I know that. But this is how they get around flying them. And you know what? They can fly for fucking free. That's, this is how yeah, they do it. they don't it.
0: have to pay the surcharge.
1: You go on, it's like there's a fucking website for it and literally you answer like a handful of questions and then there's like two other little things you do and I think there's like, maybe a small fee like 20 25 bucks something you do it one time it's basically like the girl who had her little shitty dog with her on and they're asking about it and she goes i probably shouldn't say this but it's really easy to do (laughs) you know she's talking about going the thing and so that's what these people do Ah, yeah and they go on and they get like certified and they get a little fucking badge and then their animals can fly for free with them
0: yeah but they're not service dogs No, no, no. I I saw several that growled at people. It's like, that's not a fucking service dog. Take that motherfucker under the plane.
1: But dude, check this. It's not even dogs. Like there's people, there's one broad. She had a fucking pig that got certified as like one of these. Yes, a fucking
0: pig. God damn it, man. Like I I like animals, but I don't understand that. I I do not fucking get that. You don't need to have your animal around you at all fucking Mm -hmm. times.
1: I love my cat, but that motherfucker's staying here when I go somewhere. Yeah,
0: that's what I'm saying. You fucking do not need your animal around you at all times. You can go fuck yourself. And there's a reason why you're not supposed to bring your fucking dog on unless it's a service animal or you pay for it. It's to discourage you from doing it because if everybody does it, then we'd have airports and airplanes filled with piss and shit and angry-ass fucking dogs are going to bite people and then get euthanized. We'll so get, go fuck yourself.
1: Get ready for it. I'm going to go fucking register my turtle on there. Just like I take my turtle on the fucking plane with me.
0: Yeah, I was dumbfounded. I'm like, what the fuck? (laughs) He's mean too,
1: because he'll bite your ass if you get close to him.
0: Yeah, and then uh, so I'm on like the plane, uh, and we're waiting on everybody to board and everything. And of course, some fucking cocksucker with his little shit zoo (laughs) is walking by. Oh, can I get that seat? Like, fuck you and your dog. fuck you
1: happy new year <laughs> well, and then they
0: uh they came on the uh comms and they were like uh if you have your animal you have to show us papers before boarding and then after that happened he like tried to hide it as much as he could it was like this little rat bastard <laughs> i wanted to rat him out but i'm i don't want to be that person but i just want to call you a piece of shit cuz you are
1: yeah, well, like I said, man... Put I it saw- in a
0: kennel, have a friend take care of it, or fucking put it on a plane.
1: <laughs> I saw. Like I guess I saw that story, so I'm sure that a lot of people are going to start taking advantage of that fucking loophole.
0: So. Well, I did see, after the fact, because I was even talking to my siblings about it, I was like, I've never seen anything like it. There were so many fucking animals. Um, and I think it was on USA Today, they said, airlines dumbfounded by... Uh, comf- uh, the amount of comfort animals they had to deal with in the holiday season. Yeah. It was like, oh, well, there it is right there.
1: Well, they're going to go ahead. Now, see, that's getting out the word how, oh, you can just go online and fucking do a questionnaire and like three things and in 15 minutes, your dog's certified. Oh, well, this is, or any animal. Like I said, that one brought and had a fucking pig.
0: Um, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I know it started happening in restaurants because before I got out of the industry, I remember seeing them all the time and, mm-hmm having to ask people for their paperwork, and of course they had it, oh, but yeah. it's because they're pieces of shit and they go online and they don't actually go through training with the dog and all that stuff.
1: Yeah, they're going to have to, they'll change that. It's, it's oh, going to yeah. start getting crazy. They'll go and they'll fix that yeah, shit.
0: Yeah, because a dog's going to bite somebody. Guarantee it.
1: Oh, yeah, dude. Like I said on that little news thing, they're showing people are going up to some of the dogs and they're getting all shitty and stuff, and she's like, ooh, that's a feisty one for you know a comfort animal and stuff. It's like, yeah. I'd comfort
0: animal Come on What the f-
1: I'd pick that motherfucker up And boot him Like Jack Black did Fucking if, homies dog In Anchorman
0: If you have such anxiety That you can't fly Without your little Piece of shit rat dog <laughs> Maybe you just Shouldn't <laughs> fly You know Call I was, me crazy uh, So <laughs> If it's that stressful For you to fly Just don't do it It's the dick of the Year, year.
1: Yeah, it sucks, man. Like, okay, so for the people listening, anybody who's listened to this for a long time already knows this. But so this has been the running thing since we started the show. We've always done, uh, like, we used to do Dick of the Week, and I stopped doing that a ways back. But we still do the Dick of the Year. And I already had my Dick of the Year picked out. But now, after we're having this conversation, I'm thinking maybe the fucking people who get their damn dogs (laughs) certified,
0: those should be the Dicks of the Year. Dicks of the Year.
1: (laughs) <laughs> we'll put we'll put them in the runner-up category, but um, I I guess I, I don't want to do um, really Trump specific talk in this show because I just don't fucking care to. Um, like I said in the show, we always try we've tried not to the last couple of times. which you, it's hard not to because. They really discuss nothing on TV on the political channels, especially, but this nightmare that we're about to live. Um, so, I I do say I'll say this. Um, for Dick of the year this year, I mean, the obvious choice was going to be Donald Trump. I mean, let's just be honest, right? It's, it's
0: too easy, and way too easy.
1: Yeah, and but the funny thing is, or uh, Trump supporters. And that's why I ended up landing. I decided that I would just do the roundabout. Let's just fucking say anybody who actually voted for this fucking guy after all the things that we saw him say and do. I mean, not just even uh, through this election cycle and during the debates and on the campaign trail, but even previous, you know, you hear all the audio from 20 years ago from him, Howard Stern and his magazine articles, the uh, things about him and books about this guy is the biggest shyster. He's one of the biggest pieces of shit ever. And I, just a reminder to people, like I said, we started doing the show at the end of 2012. And the very first year we did the dick of the year, it was Donald Trump. He won it. So this is not a new thing. Our show has been on top of this fucking guy <laughs> for a long time. Like, it's like a lot of things. Like, we've discussed things on this show before, and then I'll watch the news or I'll hear about him. And, like, and not the two my horn, but, like, I, you know, I brought up this stuff a couple months before the election. I was bringing up the thing about the people that he's got around him, Trump, were conspiracy theorist types and yeah. some of the shit that they're into. And I, I even mentioned the whole child sex thing way before the Pizzagate thing got into mainstream media here in, a month ago. So I'd like to think that, you know, we sometimes on this show talk about subjects and things, and we're ahead of the game, Amazing enough for his retarded as we are and the dumb shit we talk about <laughs> we actually do have some decent points and content sometimes you kind of stuff and we were saying that way back then i mean we we used to shit on him at the very beginning of the show so i think just the fact that now it's come to this <laughs> where this motherfucker is actually the president sad and like i said i can't even blame him for it so i had to say it's there's it's a no-brainer this year the the dicta of the year are The Trump supporters and voters, because what the hell is wrong with these? I mean, like I said, I get the 25, 30% they're going to vote Republican no matter what. Like, they don't know shit about politics. They just go and vote Republican. They really probably didn't pay attention to anything. They're just so brainwashed.
0: Or just thought it was the liberal media attacking them.
1: Yeah, but there's enough people out there who are intelligent enough and paid attention enough. I mean, I've got some friends like that. I mean, I had buddies on Facebook. People I went to the high school and stuff with. Well, I kind of would argue with them. Or guys I was in the military with. I know these guys. They're not idiots. And they voted for him. And it's like trying to understand where they're coming from. It's impossible. And you're like, but dude, it doesn't bother you that he said this, this, and this. And he did this, this, and this. Well, no, because I don't think that he really meant it. Or this and It's like, I just, man, so you just. Okay, it's like there's just no fucking getting around it. So, yeah, yeah, those are the those are the ones, man. Trump supporters, they fucking easily won this year, and I know that's a broad brush because that's about twenty five percent of Americans that voted for him.
0: So we need to uh make like those uh mirrors like Time Magazine did, and it'd be like Dick of the Year. Yeah, and you could just look in it.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's just, yeah.
0: <laughs> that's, that <laughs> is. Distribute them to Trump supporters. <laughs>
1: that is uh, the fucking, yeah, that's definitely it. Because I've always tried to put up the thing. I'll put it on the Facebook and the Twitter, which you'll see it pop up here. I'll get around to it in the next day or so. Because we have to, I have to memorialize it. Because if you go back, go to our Facebook, go to our Twitter, and you people search, uh you'll find every year we put them, throw up the dick of the year picture and we, you know, we give them the title and, so I'll do it for this year, too, so you can go back, so they'll live in infamy. Um, so, yeah, that's what I probably should do, find. It, it would be great. I mean, I can't do that on a tweet, of course, do a mirror you can look into, but that would be great if, if I could do that, <laughs> you <know?
0: laughs> Yeah. Have it where it pulls up, like, a flash, and it uses their webcam or something.
1: Yeah, I mean, granted, you know, I mean, the people <laughs> who listen to us didn't support him in him. Yeah. I'm very, I'm almost 100% positive, that everybody who listens to us, the you know hundred fifty, two hundred to three hundred hits we get on the show, depending. Um, I guarantee you that they didn't support Trump. That they wouldn't listen to us. <laughs> but you know, but yeah, it's it's amazing, man. I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to the new year and when he takes over, and let's. Uh, I'm sure we'll have uh, so many stories to discuss.
0: <laughs> Ugh. Uh, yeah. Tons.
1: Hmm. So, is there anything major you had on the top of your mind that you wanted to discuss?
0: Uh, not really. Oh my
1: God, killing me,
0: <laughs> there. dude! I've been just on vacation, man, just chilling, not yeah. really thinking of anything.
1: You goddamn killing me. <clears throat> yeah, I. I did. I here. did
0: see uh, Rogue One. I don't know if you saw it,
1: ah, dude. Of course, I saw it. Which made the Carrie Fisher death even even harder to see sweet, young, precious Carrie at the end of the movie. And then Spoiler. Dude, if they haven't seen it I'm by now, it's, it's been out for two, <laughs> two, and we said on the last show we even- Well,
0: not only that, it. but it takes place right before A New Hope, so-
1: yeah, yeah, like, any of you motherfuckers who know anything about Star Wars, you know the story, like- this is about the fucking group who goes and steals the plans for the Death Star, and of course, everybody's seen the original Star Wars, where it starts off with Vader's trying to get it from Princess Leia, so of course, this one ends with fucking Princess Leia getting the goddamn thing, so that should be known. If you didn't figure that was going to be the ending scene of the movie before you went and saw it, then you're fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to say that. Yeah,
0: no. But, I- okay, spoilers ahead, folks. Just... FYI.
1: Yeah. I want to hear yeah, I want to hear your take on it and stuff cuz I had to talk cuz I got the teenager, so we went and saw it and I had, had yeah. they wanted to chit chat about it afterwards and ask me questions cuz I'm the old man who's really into Star Wars.
0: <laughs> so Um I enjoyed it. Uh I do think that the beginning of it was a little jarring cuz they bounced around a lot at the very beginning. Like it seemed like every minute or so they were in a, on a new planet and doing something else. Um, but whenever you start whenever the movie starts actually coming into fruition it makes sense mm-hmm. you know they're trying to bring context behind it all instead of just having some guy show up you know what I mean and just saying oh well yeah he's one of the, our main rebels or whatever you know they're trying to get some kind of context behind it all so it, it made sense but at first I was like man this really seems kind of forced and jarring mm-hmm. Um, but it smoothed out Um, I think probably my favorite part is, uh, and I mean, this just might be the morbid person in me, but, uh, everybody dies. Yeah. (laughs) Everybody. Yeah. But you knew, Um, you knew that
1: was coming, didn't you? Before you saw it, like you had to know all of them were going to die.
0: I mean, I knew that, you know, quite a few of them were going to die, but I, you know, thought that they would like spare some of them. Nope. They fucking killed all of them. (laughs) Uh, which I mean, that kudos to them for you know being hardcore about it like that, eh. and I mean that that goes to show the gravity of that whole mission. Mm-hmm. So I think it put a lot more weight behind it because it wasn't just like a a one off where you know the main person survives or something. It's like no, it was that important and that big to get those plans and uh, you know start this attack that the people that were able to make it happen just got their asses kicked <laughs> and perished.
1: Yeah, I think that's one thing I liked about it too. Kind of like even The Force Awakens, it had a little bit more of a darker feel to it. And I, I I appreciated that, man. It's, I mean, it's like you have to go fucking like insane and everybody has to die and it has to be gruesome stuff and it's just so dark. Like Superman versus Batman, I think they made it too dark. And, like, that, I don't know, to me, I'm watching, I'm like, I think this is, I, th- I and it kind of brought me d- down, like, like I'm like, oh, this is sad. It's just, like, I think they're they're putting it, they're trying to make this too fucking, you know, give it that vibe, like, that, it's even hard to explain, like, how, how it makes you feel and stuff, you know. I mean, I like the rugged effect to it and stuff, but Star Wars didn't do that. I mean, it kept, like, the Force Awakens was like this, and so was this one, where they kept it very Star Warsy, You know, you have like the kind of the silly fucking cheesy lines occasionally. You have the same type of battle stuff. I mean, it's there's a little formulaic aspect to all of it. But I thought the story was good. I mean, you knew what it was before you went in. But like you said, it starts off, it is jumpy. Because they're trying to get all the main characters into it. And kind of give you just a touch of their background and where they're coming from. And it does take a little bit of time to settle in. But after it got settled in, I thought it moved really well. Like I didn't really there wasn't any like major down points in the movie that like just bored me to tears or anything. I mean it moved along real well. I like the darker aspect to it. Um, I like the characters. I thought all the characters are pretty solid in in their roles and what they were supposed to convey. Um, I don't know, man, I give it a thumbs up. I'm so far I, I thought when Disney took over I was like, oh fuck. I don't know about this, man, but so far I think they're two for two. I'm giving them both. I mean, thumbs up, man.
0: I'd agree. I'd agree. Yeah, and um, uh, FYI, if, if people haven't read up on it and know, uh, Carrie Fisher did finish all of her scenes for Episode Eight, <laughs> so we will we will see her <laughs> reprise her role again as General Organ- Organa. So. Because yeah. I was a little curious about that. I was like, man, are they going to have to do like a CG character or something? Or are mm-hmm. they just going to try and rework the script? Because she was definitely going to be in the next one. I mean, no doubt. Yeah. I couldn't imagine her not being in the next one. Um, but yeah, they, they said that she had finished all of her shoots.
1: Yeah, so. I wonder if... Uh, yeah. Unfortunately,
0: have- it'll be the last time we see her in that role.
1: Yeah, you have to wonder if they had plans for her going forward into the third installment yeah, of know. this trilogy, too. So I don't know how they'll have to work that. Yeah, I figured she'd have a pretty good role, especially with Luke coming back, but...
0: Yeah, yeah, that that was the whole thing, is, like, Luke coming back, you know, that I would imagine that that would be a pretty big dynamic that they would want to get into.
1: This is how sorry people are. <laughs> so, when she died, of course, like, I... I do a lot of... I'm on Twitter a lot and stuff. I kind of scan it during the day. I get bored. It's like how I kind of get news a lot of times because as soon as something happens, dude, it's on fucking Twitter. Like, you'll see it on Twitter before you see it on news sites and stuff. It's amazing. When anybody dies or anything happens. And uh, plus, it's all around the world. It's not just, you know, American shit. I mean, if something happens in fucking France or Germany, it's there, like... 10 seconds after it fucking happens amazing so when she died i was reading on some of the stuff and literally people are so sorry it's not like oh my god it's so sad it's like oh my god dude i hope that they finished filming <laughs> the last the new star wars before she died it's like fucking dicks man and like so many people were saying shit like that that the f- studio like literally came out a few hours later and like, yes, you know, Carrie Finn was able to finish filming episode eight before she passed away. It's like, God damn it, what a bunch of assholes.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean I mean, I'm not gonna lie, you know, I thought about it, but it was like it was days after the fact. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. I was like, Oh wait, it's like is she gonna be in the next one? Were they planning on that? You know, I just wasn't sure.
1: I oh, don't know. This was instant, man. <laughs>
0: like, but <people> are- <laughs> it took days for me to come to that realization. But I mean, I guess Twitterverse takes <sighs> moments.
1: Oh my God. I didn't even think about it. like when I first saw that she passed away. Cause of course everybody knew she had the heart attack. Like, uh, what then? Yeah. Before yeah. Christmas or Christmas yep. Eve or whatever. So I know she was in the hospital and it was touchy, you know, touch and go with that. And so it wasn't, I guess a super shock that, you know, she passed away. But, The fact that, you know, it's like you see it and you're just like, oh, because it is, like I said, celebrities, whatever. I mean, you know, they do their thing and, you know, they give you a little bit of enjoyment in your life for that couple hours you're seeing that movie or, you know, you're listening to that song or whatever. But you don't know these people and it's like it sucks and everything, but everybody's got their own shit to deal with. So it's like, yeah, they're dead. It's like, man, I feel bad for, you know, their families or whatever, but yeah, move on. (laughs) You know, I mean, not to be so sinister and harsh about it, it's just... It's just how it is, but with her, it's kind of like, oh man, kind I fucking see her go, you know. I didn't, even but I didn't even think, oh man, did she fucking finish the last stars? Where are they at with that? <laughs> it was like it didn't even pop in my mind until I started reading comments and people were saying that. And then I'm such a jerk. I'm like, yeah, dude, I wonder if she did finish it. <laughs>
0: <'Cause>,
1: <laughs> But it wasn't like, oh my God, you know, it was more like thinking like you. I'm like, oh, dude, if she didn't, I wonder how they do that. Are they CGI or like they did at the end of Rogue One or <laughs> how did they do that?
0: Yeah, oh, I... It's so crazy, but. Sorry, go ahead.
1: No, I was going to say it's, it's just fucking sorry people, but, you know, what are you going to do? <sighs>
0: yeah. Yep. Sorry, motherfuckers.
1: Mm. Well, anyway, so Rogue One, Fucking definitely, we're seeing. And I took all the kids to see it. And the wife had to work, so she's pissed. So she still hasn't seen. it. So, so I may have to, may have to fucking roll up and try and take her one night here in the next week or so. So I don't mind. I'll see it again. I'm, I'm fucking. Yeah, I think
0: I'd like to see it again, especially for the like the beginning part. You know, like I said, it's so jarring and stuff. Uh, I want to see if there was anything that I missed in there.
1: Yeah. That's that's what I do with Force Awakens. I went and saw it the first time and you're just like, Oh my god, new Star Wars And you're just fucking excited and you're just oh, every time you see a character everybody gets excited or something. And then I went back and watched it the second time, and then you like start paying attention for little shit, you know, you look for little Easter eggs and stuff like that. So I'm gonna go back and I'll do a little cheating ahead of time. Since I've seen it now, it's there's no spoilers. I'll probably look online and see if I could find some stuff for the Easter eggs so I can go back and watch it and <laughs> look for it in the movie when I see it, but and yeah. then I'll shout out shit right before it happens to piss my wife off. Oh my god, they're gonna die. You know. <laughs> so good times. Uh, I
0: I don't know if you saw it, but right before I got on the plane and flew, I was just kinda glancing to the news and stuff and saw that uh somebody had altered the Hollywood sign to say Hollyweed. <laughs> no, I didn't see that. You didn't see that? No. I must have missed
1: Twitter that day.
0: They it was today.
1: Oh, that's why I haven't been on today because we yeah, had they, family over all day. They
0: altered the O's and made them into E's, lowercase E's. That is so it fucking said, Hollyweed.
1: Awesome. Uh, I guarantee, if I pull up Twitter now, it'll still be in the fucking top trends. <laughs> 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 fucking genius!
0: it's great. I saw. I have uh, some friends that live out in California, and I, you know, they had pictures on their Facebook page and all kinds of stuff. Is good.
1: You know, I. <laughs> I had one really good buddy uh, when I was in the military and stuff, and he was from Cali and stuff. I used to go out and visit him a few times, and um, he now he, he works for the government, and he lives in D.C. He moved there a handful of years ago. So I don't have any California friends. So if you've got some, this is something I want you to fucking ask them because I like, know nobody out there now. Uh, everybody I knew out there moved away. So um, this just happened, like I guess it was last week or so. Um, there's like this Canadian... Petition type thing that came out and it was basically a gesture to um, you know the Americans are pissed off about the presidential election and stuff and this Canadian group basically put out this letter inviting the states of California Oregon uh, Washington and Nevada all states that are blue states that Hillary won and especially the three coastal states by huge margins um, to basically secede from the United States and join Canada and um (laughs) well now it's funny but there's a thing as soon as like literally the day after trump won um there's a movement started in california which they're calling cal exit you know after brexit it's the cal exit thing Uh. so they actually are working on putting forward like this they call it like an independence referendum that they're hoping to get passed. They're saying that they could have it on the ballot by 2019, um, where California basically would say, fuck it, we're out of here and become an independent country. It's called like, um, they have a website set up. It's called like, yes, California or something. And on the thing, see if I can find it. I'm so unorganized right now. Um, Okay, yeah. So on their the website, this is what it says. Basically, it says, we advocate for a peaceful succession from the United States by use of an independence referendum to establish a mandate, followed by a nationwide campaign to advocate in support of a constitutional exit from the Union. The Yes California Independence Campaign believes that being a U.S. state is no longer serving California's best interests. On issues ranging from peace and security to national resources and environment, it has become increasingly true that California would be better off as an independent country. In 2016, the United Kingdom voted to leave the international community with their Brexit vote. Our Cal exit referendum is about California joining the international community. And they're serious about this. Like, there's, huh. they're putting all these groups together, and they're getting petitions and stuff. I mean, I don't think it'll go anywhere, but probably I, not. But I think it's awesome, and I love the idea of those three or four states along the coast actually saying "fuck you" we're out of here and joining Canada. <laughs> to me, that would be <laughs> so fucking cool. That's. I told, uh, I, I was telling uh, this one girl I worked with. I saw this thing. I was like, man. I go if this fucking happens. I said. I'll fucking, I'll move to goddamn California. (laughs) Join fucking, join Canada as one of their new providences of of California or whatever. I think it would be pretty awesome. Um, And like I said, man, I tried hard to stay away from Trump, but I don't know if you saw this, but um, of course, since you used to live here, you know that a lot of people always have the Texas secede bumper stickers on their car and shit. Yep. And there's a movement for Texans to secede. And one of the guys who's one of the main like secessionist guys trying to get this campaign up and running was invited to Russia by like some of Putin's people. I don't know how their government system works to discuss the actual ins and outs of a succession movement. Like the Russians are trying to help this guy uh, figure out ways to get Texas to secede from the United States or something. This is a, this is a true story you guys can look it up. I saw this the other day I was reading it. Um, I don't know the guy's name. I really should have printed this fucking story off so I'd have the information in front of me. But I, saw, I just saw that the other day and I looked at it and I, and I was thinking of the Cal exit thing. I'm like, now if Texas fucking secedes to become of its own country, this is way too fucking right wing for me already. At least with the federal government, they can rail in. Uh, the fucking Texas government a little bit. I'm like, man, if this motherfucker secedes, I'm moving out of this place. I might be coming up to Minnesota, fucking moving next door to you.
0: <laughs> that's fine.
1: But I'm like, but- if, but if California, one of those states were to I- break off and try and start their own thing, oh my God, dude, I'd be like, I'd be like, that's it, I'm out. I'm fucking moving. <laughs> I'm, I'm absolutely moving
0: baffled by that because, I mean, th- those are the people that, like, Always talked about how shitty Russia is and we shouldn't trust them and all that stuff. And now they're like buddying up to them? Dude, it's, I mean, think
1: about it. Reagan is Saint Reagan. He's the God of the Republican Party. And his whole, basically, his whole presidency, I mean, if you take all the corruption and stuff out of it, which they love to, f- you know, f- remember, you ever know, Rand Contra and all that, his yeah. claim to fame was, you know, you know, tearing down, the winning the Cold War, tearing down the Berlin Wall, all that shit happened. I mean, of course, that happened to Bush afterwards, but him setting the pace for the end of the Cold War, which led to stuff like that. You know, fighting Russia. I mean, it was us against the Russians, the Cold War. That was Reagan's fucking mantra. And now to see all these conservatives kissing Putin's ass, like they put out these approval ratings, like amongst Trump supporters, hardcore diehard Republicans, like Obama's like single digits. Putin is like 60 or 70 fucking percent approval Jesus. rating amongst them. I, it's, it, they had this on the other day. I saw it on like CNN and MSNBC on these. And I'm like, that's ridiculous. I mean, it is. It's ridiculous. It's like, how the fuck can... They're, they are an enemy state. Putin is a bad guy, man. Yeah. It's like, I, I mean, you might think he's a strong leader and you might respect that, I guess, or whatever, but... um, He's a bad dude. No, he's, he's yeah, straight up bad a shit.
0: bad motherfucker.
1: I mean, he's not someone that we want to be friendly with. And I mean, I kind of like the fact that at least Obama's going out guns ablaze and like the Israel thing, you know, like saying, you know, yeah, we don't support you guys doing the settlements and we're going to let the UN finally fucking yeah, that vote to took some balls. You. Well, he we should have done it eight years ago. Oh,
0: I agree. I, I agree. But that took some balls.
1: And, and everybody's freaking out. Oh, he's the most anti-Israel president. Well, not really. I mean, he supported them on every fucking thing they've done. Yeah, but they want to continue
0: them. to push into territory that they shouldn't push into.
1: They've been doing it for the whole time. I mean, they've been doing it for years and years, and we let them get with it. And then they talk about, oh, he's so anti-Israel. It's like, well, he's allowed them to settle more area than any other president. I mean, they've been settling the whole time he's been there. And not only that, but I think just a year or two ago, he signed like a ten year aid package for almost forty billion dollars that were given to those fuckers. So they can what, use that money to build up their military so they can keep fucking with the Palestinians and everybody else. So they can totally
0: wipe out fucking the Gaza Strip.
1: It's ridiculous. I mean, I'm glad to see him finally stand up before he leaves office and show some nuts, but I wish it would've happened, you know, much earlier on, but Yeah. He's done some things. I mean, that and, you know, him and uh, Trudeau up in Canada put that, they used some old law from the 50s. I mean, he did for the state's part, of course, Canada. They just, they actually have their heads out of their ass. But they protected, like, all the coastal lands so Trump can't expand drilling off the coast and stuff. And it's some law from the 50s that he went back and used to enact so Trump can't, like, overturn it. And uh, then he made all those area in like a uh, Utah and Yvonne and stuff like a whole bunch more land like federal protected national land or something you know it's, he's doing all these things to basically s- kind of stop Trump before he gets in from doing stuff yeah like they like uh they used to have a they had a registry for people coming in from other countries and stuff that they were kind of like doing even though you know the government doesn't spy on our own people but kind of keeping tabs <laughs> on them and um You know, for terrorist activity, and it was called like NSEERS or something, and because he knew that Trump could get access to it and use that for his old Muslim registry or something, he basically disbanded it a couple weeks ago. So he's doing a lot of—it's funny to see a president basically go in and do preemptive measures— to stymie the next president from coming in from doing really fucking drastic things yeah. <laughs> that could hurt our, you know, our country. It's, it's weird, but I mean, I, I, at least I, I applaud him for trying to do what he can do. I mean, he's very limited, but it's yeah. good to see him going out with guns blazing, you know?
0: Yeah, and he also put the sanctions on the Russians, mm-hmm. um, which then Trump came out and said, oh, we need to just move on. It's like yeah, just like you moved on about the birds her thing, yeah. Yeah. Um, my my favorite quote that Trump had was, uh, he's like, "Well, when it comes to computers, you really don't know." Yeah, it's like what? <laughs> I mean, clearly pandering to his base, who's you know old the racist motherfuckers people. who don't know anything <laughs> about computers. Guess what, motherfuckers, you can know. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Well. Evidently not, because Trump Um, said so.
0: My other favorite one was uh, uh, today Trump put out what his resolution was. you want to take a guess?
1: Oh, shit, I didn't see this. Just take a guess. Please tell me. It's pretty easy. Trump's resolution, uh, let me see. To make America great again? Yep. God damn it, I'm so good.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That was his fucking resolution. I saw that, I was like, really, really, motherfucker? (laughs) fucking asshole
1: well at least he's consistent you know <sighs> loves america oh um geez man we're kind of getting into it We're actually talking so much getting into this show tonight um i want to kind of get on one thing and stuff we can go back to this a little bit if you want um but there's one thing i definitely wanted to kind of bring up because i thought this is really interesting um I'm gonna start off just slow. I'm just gonna. This is a one point I want to make just to set this up. But in Kentucky, their governor Matt Bevan, he did a proclamation he signed this this last week where he promoted like Bible reading and stuff throughout the the Commonwealth.
0: Oh God! And
1: and one of his things was like this year is going to be the year of the Bible in Kentucky. That he made this proclamation. Of course, you know, some other groups came out and are like, okay, well, I mean, he can do it. It's a proclamation, it has no legislative effect or anything. So he can yeah. s- just, you know, sign his little fucking proclamation. It doesn't mean shit. But I saw that, and I saw some stuff where a couple of other governors in conservative states are saying that, you know, they're talking about bringing Christianity more to the forefront and governance and all this stuff. Cause I think they feel empowered with Trump taking over, which I don't understand because he's the least. Con- Christian conservative candidate they've ever had but I don't know if you saw this but um, it was just like last week they're talking about it the the uh, the Republicans have this proposal it's called the First Amendment Defense Act did have you heard of this? yes yes I have okay so for anybody who hasn't heard of it uh, this is something that they are going to pass if they haven't already I know it was coming up they will get it on Trump's desk and now Obama would never sign this into law, but this is something that Trump will sign in law because he's actually uh, applauded it because it's something that the Republicans tried under Obama. Uh, I don't know if it was like last year or earlier um, in 2016. Um, so what this is, is it'll prohibit the federal government from taking discriminatory action against a person on the basis that such person believes or acts in a act excuse me in accordance with a religious belief or moral conviction that one marriage is or should be recognized as a union of one man and one woman or two sexual relations or property reserved to such a marriage um, so basically what they're saying is you can discriminate but if you discriminate against someone it has to be because of your religious beliefs so, like, and, and they're saying, you don't, even though it's legal federally for same-sex marriage, you don't have to abide by it. And it's the whole back to the bakers don't have to bake cakes for someone because they don't buy it that thing. But whereas, like, North Carolina tried to kick that up a notch. That was the whole thing with the bathroom bill. It wasn't so much that transgender people wouldn't use the bathroom. It's in that bill they put the same type of language in that yeah, bill. Yeah. Yeah. That was really the big thing because the transgender bathroom, it's like, whatever, just go fucking piss in there. Who gives a shit? But it was allowing people to discriminate. So... Um This article I was reading, it says, so because of the bill's language, it would not only permit discrimination against homosexual couples, but also unwed heterosexual couples and single mothers. So long as the business owners can claim that their religious beliefs are being violated because the phrase moral conviction appears in the the legislation, moral conviction, which is so, you know... how do you interpret that um one wouldn't even need to connect their discriminatory acts to specific religious creed or doctrine all one has to do yeah that's what i'm saying they make it so broad where it's like they they basically it's completely religious but they also add in the caveat of it doesn't have to be like that makes it constitutional it's like no it doesn't i mean i don't think they understand what the republicans just do what they want you know but it says um all one has to do is cite a moral conviction that sexual activity outside of a heterosexual marriage is offensive to them so like they said it expands it so if you're an unwed couple I mean which I don't know how people could tell that you know you go somewhere and you got a fucking kid like how can they tell let's say
0: are you guys married sick ass fucking pastors will ask that shit
1: yeah, but I mean, for like a business or something, I mean, I don't know. That one's if you want, but like a woman, you know, single woman or something. Sometimes, you know, like a daycare or something, because a lot of the daycares have those Christian elements to it. Like when my kid went to the original one, he was little, I sent him to it only because my neighbor worked at it so i knew that she was there so i trusted her you know him to go and it was a christian based one but he was like fucking baby so they couldn't really brainwash him so and he's only going to be there for a short time so i allowed it but i mean if like me i was a single dad so they could say oh you're not married i'm sorry we can't watch your child because we find it morally reprehensible <laughs> you know it's like okay i guess so you're gonna take it on my fucking kid who needs care <laughs> because i'm not married when i fucking banged him out all right whore <laughs> you know but um but i mean this goes back to like you know uh businesses not giving health care benefits for like same-sex partners uh you know uh gay couples adopting um oh what else oh like hospitals you know allowing just significant others in because they're same sex or um Uh, You know, like uh, pharmacies wouldn't do birth control shit like that or whatever. It goes back to all that, which we've already fought over this for the last handful of years. All these cases have been decided with the Supreme Court. And now, but everybody knows, like, the Supreme Court can do it. But if they do this legislation, the only way that the legislation can be basically overturned is it have to go back through the Supreme Court, which we all know is now a seat down, which Trump will fill probably with a radical right winger. So it's not going to get fucking overturned. So I I mean it's like I said anybody who is uh anybody's homosexual or, you know, has um you know gay but we'll even go transgendered because of this bill, uh people in their families that they care deeply about and they voted for Trump. Or voted for people like a TED well, producer to sponsor this?
0: Like you said, a alternative lifestyle. So single father, single mm-hmm. mother. Or sex outside of wedlock.
1: Yeah, I think they add that in more just to... Say, look, it's not like we're just going after gays.
0: We're going I think, after everybody.
1: Yeah, but like I said, nobody's going to see a couple together, the kid and say, "Are you guys married?" Or see if, or you're going to go into a fucking pharmacy. It's just you and your child. And they're going to be like, "Are you married?" Or are you just single with that kid. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, Th- that's well, I mean, not going to happen. Does this go into uh, biracial couples you, as well? You,
1: you know what? It's in the South, I'm sure, that they can say it's against their moral convictions. Yeah, for, it's
0: against their moral convictions.
1: I won't be able to take my little fucking half-Asian baby into, <laughs> into these southern places. They might kick us out. But we're married. Oh, we don't believe in that uh, lifestyle. <laughs> it's like, man, neither do I. Just take, take them both. I'm out of here. <laughs> but no, it's just it's fucking ridiculous. And I saw this thing where... And I didn't even see this. This happened like the middle of December. And I just read this the other day, and I thought this was really cool. Uh, this is like the last thing I have just to kind of end on. Um, Obama signed um, this legislation in, like I said, middle of December. And I just saw it. And it's um, the Internet. What is it? It's called the Frank Wolf. It's a, it, This is an amendment to a previous legislation. It's It amends what was called the Frank Wolf International Religious Freedom Act of 1998 which basically it created a government watchdog commission that monitored and reported on abuses of religion and uh, around the world, basically. And it's pretty interesting. Um, Like this is one of the lines in the original act. It says the freedom of thought, conscience and religion is to understand and to protect theist and non-theistic beliefs and the right not to profess any practice of religion. Um, And what it does, it kind of defines like the specific targeting of non-theist, humanist, atheist because of their beliefs as a form of religious persecution. And in the past, it never had that language about humanist and atheist. And they added it in. Obama had added in and then he signed it. So it's kind of interesting because he's the first president in history that's really like when it comes like this type of legislation, this non-discrimination against religion stuff that actually... Added in atheist and humanist and non-theist and stuff, so we finally got a shout out from a fucking president. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know it's minor, but it's kind of a big step in a way. I and mean, if you think about, it, like I said, we've never been.
0: Yeah. No. I mean, yeah. Even w- acknowledgement by I mean, our he, or by our government.
1: And um, I mean, he even does it in speeches. I've heard him give speeches where he'll, you know, you know, black, white, you know, gay, lesbian, you know. Fucking Christian, Catholic, atheist. He always, he adds in atheist a lot. He'll say atheist or humanist a lot. So I really appreciate that because I've never heard that from any other president. And at least, I mean, we are a growing sect. I mean, what is the non-religious up to? We're like 20-some percent now. We're yeah, like on par with something. Catholics. Yep.
0: So and it keeps rising.
1: Our, yeah, give us our fucking due already, man.
0: We are. But, um. One of the, if not the, fastest growing minority group in America.
1: Yeah. And I love the fact, like, the American Humanist Association had been lobbying for the change. So, you know, they put out a statement, you know, congratulating Obama for it. And it basically talks about the reason they want it so much is because, like I said, this isn't just for the United States. This is a worldwide commission. And he said, what they said in their statement is it's really big because you have a lot of secular uh, bloggers and uh, publishers and stuff over in like uh, like your Saudi Arabia's Afghanistan's India's and stuff where they are being murdered and stuff because they don't believe in fairy tales and because they're putting it out there and making themselves you know like look at us there's a lot of us out here you know listen to what we have to say and People are dying and stuff for it. So I don't know. It's a huge thing. And I appreciate it because, like I said, I think one of the big things about Trump taking over in this year, this is why I said people are bitching about 2016, 2017. Get ready for it because you're going to see an usherance of Christian conservatism. And it's going to be forced onto you, I think, big time again. And I think it's going to be a tough four years for not only, like they say, Muslims, you know, that's the big one, Muslims and Hispanics or whatever, but I think the uh, LGBT community as well. So transgendered I mean, add them on to the list. <sighs> yep, I agree. As a, as a big one. <clears throat> so, yep. I don't know, man. But hey, Rogue One was pretty kick-ass. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Rogue One. And I,
1: and my and my sweet little baby's gonna be born under the Trump administration. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky I told I, I, was like, I told I told my wife I was like, God damn it! I said I was born when Nixon was president. For all you people out there, want to know how old I am? Um, so Nixon was still. I mean, granted, he was only president for like a few months before he resigned in shame, but he was still president when I was born. Um, my son was born under George W. Bush, and now my fucking to be named later child is going to be a fucking Trump baby. I'm like, God damn it.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> what the fuck's going on? So I don't know. Hopefully we, um, I already told my son, I was like, and I told my stepkids and stuff, I said, you guys are going to have it tough, man. Cause I don't see things getting better. I see things getting a lot worse. And you know, it's like, depending on how far a hole we dig over the next four years, you know, it just depends, you know, how good their lives are going to fucking be. You know, when they get to be my age, because now I, you know, like me and even, I mean, you being younger than me, but still we're in that middle age zone where, you know, we got 20 years or so, 30 years before we got to really start. We're getting into that retirement mode and it's like, man, you know, I've always worried about we're going to have Social Security. We're going to have Medicare because I know the Republicans want s- oh, to yeah. privatize it, it all and vouch- and voucher it and all this shit. I'm like, but if they fuck it up real bad. In the next few, let's say the next four years, they get all this shit passed and it just wrecks, which it's going to do. It's going to fucking tank it. Um, There's plenty of time for us to dig out of that hole and get it it together before I get, you know, (laughs) before I get to that stage where they might be able to fix it in time. But it's like I was telling my kids, I was like, if this dude serves four years and he gets reelected and we get eight years of this, if he doesn't totally get us into World War III, I'm like, he's they're probably going to be able to completely destroy all of our fucking social safety net systems. So it's like, I told him, it's like, I hope one of you fuckers becomes rich because we might have to live with you. <laughs> we might not have anything. <laughs> we might not have that re- retirement fund waiting for us, but we'll see how it is. So 2016, you guys could kiss it. Goodbye. But I am, uh, I don't know. I'm a little, I'm a little hesitant to, yeah, start getting I, excited for 2017. I agree.
0: I'm very apprehensive for the future.
1: But we'll see. I mean,
0: but that's why the Dems got to get out midterms. Yep, have to, have to, have to.
1: And I think when I was first out of the military, and I was I started taking some college course and stuff. I met this hot girl in one of my classes, and she was all involved in like uh, the Democratic uh, Party um, in Fort Worth. So, because I wanted to be closer to her and stuff, and I was already into politics and stuff, I fucking joined up to help out. <laughs> it didn't work out. I didn't end up hooking up with her. So, fucking wasting my time. But this time, <laughs> <laughs> I'm seriously thinking about getting involved in it again just for the right reasons of trying. I mean, it's Texas, so it don't even mean so much. But, you know, the, the state was a lot closer than it had been the previous couple elections. And, you know, we got a lot of Hispanics and the Asian population is actually the fastest growing in Texas, which people don't realize. And Asians actually vote, have been trending hard hard to the Democrats over yeah. the last few election cycles. So I'm thinking, you know, if we could just get out and maybe we can work some of these people, especially in the area that I live in, um, Yeah, it's always a possibility. But yeah, like you, you live in a great area because... I know, like you said, you're, like, in the only red county in Minnesota, but it's still, it's a pretty blue state, so, you know, people like us, you know, start, I'll try and get involved a little bit, you know, I'll get my fucking three-year-old, she should be, hopefully it's a girl, I'm I'm rooting for a girl this time, but uh, i get my kid, and I'll have him, like, three, and I'll throw him in a fucking stroll and wheel his ass around and do fucking flyers and shit, and piss people off, but I'll try and do what I can do, hopefully next time, so... I'll see how I feel. I might have just totally given up by then. We'll see. I <laughs> actually know two doomed. years. Ago. Yeah, yeah. I've already said that plenty of times. Two thousand seventeen. We're doomed. <laughs> we're doomed. I tell you. So that's that. And I got nothing else.
0: All righty, folks. Hope you enjoyed it. A doom and gloom we ending there. Yeah, we, uh, a lot
1: of great, a lot of great material tonight.
0: Yeah, totally. <laughs> um... <laughs> Hope you enjoyed the year, despite, you know, all the celebrities dying. Uh, yeah. And, yeah, check out our buddies of potlocked. E-coolzers. Check out other buddies, Digital Frustrations. On at, the... On the Digital Frustrations Network. There you go. Um, And then Brad's other Bradtastic thing, my bobber. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the one
1: that we always fuck up the name Yeah uh,
0: <laughs>
1: The Bradtastic Voyage Something in the yeah.
0: Bradtastic Voyage Andy in okay. and the Bradtastic Voyage There you go Sorry uh, Andy Yeah um, Okay that's all I got
1: What? What? What do you mean what? Oh I don't know Oh yeah go listen to my shit too
0: Oh yeah your shit
1: Fuck That early pointless podcast Especially if you're big into the wrestling thing
0: I totally forgot and, about that.
1: And always save it for the end of the show just for people like Eric who don't give a fuck about it.
0: <clears throat> I still don't listen to your show, so.
1: It's okay, dude. It's okay. <laughs> I don't expect
0: you to. Congratulations it's, on the baby.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, it's not the best timing. We're about to, you know, dictate our fucking Trump presidency, but, you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> we'll make it work. <laughs> we'll, we'll fucking move to Laos. Either way.
0: <laughs> Alrighty, folks.
1: Uh Happy Eight, 2017. Six, five, four, three, Yay. Two, one. Die.